0: and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the kickback reviews on this episode we're reviewing game of thrones once again game of thrones season 8 episode 4 the last of the Starks. we're going to give you our thoughts uh, about the episode about the season and even more predictions so i got a special guest with me check it out all right i got with me another friend of the show to help review this episode of game of thrones game of thrones season 8 episode 4 The Last of the Starks is the name of the episode. And with me is another friend of the show. She's been on the show multiple times from dating back in the day. She's the Kickback's legal correspondent. And now she is the Kickback resident Game of Thrones expert. Welcome, Iris. I'm not going to say your last name. Just say Iris. (laughs) That works. Hey,
1: everyone.
0: What's going on? We don't need people to know all of that. We don't
1: don't need the full government. It's okay.
0: Right. Exactly. All right, so let's just hop right into We don't have to go, like, blow by blow or point for point. But um, what were your initial thoughts on this episode?
1: Man, it's just, it's really starting to stress me out because we really are coming to the end of this whole entire saga. We only have two episodes left, and there wasn't too, too much action going on with this first episode so i'm just a little stressed how we're gonna close so many storylines and character arcs in the last two episodes um but to start off the episode it was very emotional you know some of our you know favorite characters we've been rocking with since day one you know we have you know everyone lying on the fire pie uh lying down on the fire pyres my man jorah was all laid out liliana who went out like a g (laughs) no So it was it a very emotional, you know, at the beginning. And we were all happy to see Ghost was alive and well. He lost an ear, but he was still hanging I think in Ghost there. Ghost
0: might be the most beloved character on Game of Thrones.
1: I think so. I mean, there's only two of the dire wolves left. I mean, of course, we know Nymeria has started her own, you know, little pack in the forest. We don't right. really know what's going on with her. But of the ones that were domesticated pets, you know, Ghost is the last one alive and kicking, so we definitely care about him. And he went in the last episode in the first wave with the Dothraki, and we all saw those lights go out.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> and how quickly they went out.
1: Exactly. I wasn't expecting Ghost to survive that. So I was very happy to see him in the trailer and at the very beginning of this episode. He definitely is a favorite.
0: <laughs> so we're going through the episode. Boom, boom, boom. Daenerys makes Gendry Daenerys legitimizes Gendry and they're celebrating their victory yada 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 and they're getting drunk and things of that nature um and then Gendry
1: has had an interesting arc as well
0: right like you didn't see Gendry for like three seasons and then now like boom you gotta you're you're over this land right now bro it's all you
1: Exactly. I mean, he had quite the episode. There were so many highs and lows as well. He definitely was in there. Then he's also just a very interesting character for those of your listeners that are familiar with the books. Um, I haven't read all the books, but I am familiar with some of the details that are in there. So there's a lot of character theories regarding Gendry, so it's nice to see him still around.
0: See, I don't know anything about no character theories or anything of that nature, so... Um, one of the big parts of this episode was obviously was John and Daenerys having a conversation about John being a Targaryen and you know what she would like for him to do with that information and don't tell anybody and, you know boom boom boom, but John being John, uh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> he, and it, it's uh, it was such a John move because he wants to tell Sansa and Arya but then he makes Bran do it. Instead of him saying it himself. Like, bro, like, come on, you done got this far. You can at least say it with, you know, say it yourself. Um, You
1: know, it's classic John to not want any of the responsibility, not want any of the power. So, of course, he put it on Bran. Of course. Very true
0: to his character. It's so true to his character. Um, And then I I do like this. I like this episode because you saw more Various and Tyrion got a little bit more involved. You know, they were doing some more things. Various is starting to show his hand a bit. He's becoming a little weary of your your queen and and yes. her things. So that's it was interesting to see some of the advice that he gave her. Um definitely. Of, I mean the for the listeners listen I've to. been a
1: I've been a Daenerys supporter since season 1, but you know she is making some key mistakes. And one of the things I really respected about her cuz I mean as Tyrion points out in this episode and as has been pointed out in lot of episodes, Very, really has no loyalty to any particular person, it's all for the realm, for the good of the people, um, and so even with knowing that, he didn't even try to hide that information from Daenerys, he came to advise her, and she made him promise, you know, to call her out when she was getting it wrong, and in this episode, you have a key moment where he does uphold his promise and say, hey, you told me to call you out when I think you were getting it wrong, this is the wrong move. And she still doesn't listen, um, so I think she's could be heading down a path of no return. Um, she's kind of clouded by her grief and frustration, which is understandable. I mean, one of her most loyal supporters, you know, he just died, Jora. Mm-hmm. Of course, in this episode, we had Masande get kidnapped and beheaded. Yeah, yo, it, they cut
0: my girl' head smooth off, bruh. Oh they- my god. <laughs> I,
1: I didn't see that coming because I really thought of the two of them between her and Grey Worm. I thought we were going to lose Grey Worm last episode.
0: Okay, of course. I thought Grey Worm was a gunner. Like
1: Exactly. I mean, he's making too many plans for the future, so I just knew he was going to die. So I was shocked to see both of them still in this episode. And then once I saw her standing up there with Cersei in the mountain, I said, okay, it's a wrap. There's no way she's making out of this alive. And they wasted no time taking her head off. That
0: was... none.
1: And, you know, that was a really tough moment because as you see Daenerys walking away, at that point, it's just a wrap. Tyrion and Baron really serve no more purpose. They, I mean, she's not going to listen to anybody or anything. I think at that moment, she just sees red and she's just going to destroy anyone in her path.
0: She's about to do, she's about to live up to her father's name. Like, Mad King, she's about to be a Mad Queen. Like you said, this whole episode, think about the things that she's lost in the past. She lost Mm -hmm. two dragons because uh, Rhaegal got killed, then mm-hmm. lost Jorah, lost uh, Missy, and now it's like, okay, I'm done listening to y'all people. Now I'm about to do what I want to do and how I want to do it. Uh, it's also interesting because for a while there, you know, it's always these fan theories and things on Reddit and stuff. People thought that Masande was like a spy, that like she secretly like worked for the like Lannisters or whatnot. Oh, uh, really?
1: I hadn't read one of those.
0: Yeah, so like it was almost pretty. It was. It could have been like kind of a twist when you saw her end up back in King's Landing, um, but you know they end up doing what they did, and I feel for whoever comes up against Grey Worm, bro, because he ain't he ain't got nothing oh. to live for no more. You know, not <laughs> at all. Like he, he is
1: about to destroy everyone in his path till oh. the death okay it's over
0: with fool it's over with, <laughs> it fool.
1: really is but you know you brought up an interesting point about you know everyone keeps trying to liken Danny to the mad king and it's been really frustrating up until this point so up until this episode I mean I saw a really great meme that kind of captured all of this I mean this woman gave her dragon she gave armies. she let John mined the dragon glass when he wouldn't bend the knee she saved Jon Snow on two different occasions she burnt all of the White Walkers with dragon fire over here doing her part in the huge war and then even when you know Drogon flew off because he was being attacked she picked up a sword and was fighting alongside Jorah this whole time so everyone keeps trying to make her out to be this mad queen and this big villain and up until this point, she hasn't been there yet. Now, I can't speak for the next two episodes, because like we just said, at this point, I don't know if she's going to listen to Reason, because they kind of just have pushed her to that point. But up until now, I don't think people have been giving her the respect that she has earned and that she
0: deserves. She has put in the work, right? I mean, you you think about yeah. Loot Train. Uh, she came and she did all the stuff at Loot Train, uh, saving John and them when they went to get the white to bring back. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when she first lost Viserion and, and then the stuff now even even doing as going as far as saying alright I'm going to bring my people up there we're going to come to the north and we're going to fight um, staying with Daenerys this relationship between her and Sansa Oof. what are your thoughts on that
1: I am not a huge Sansa fan <laughs> I can appreciate her arc and how far she's come um, but their relationship, I think, is going to be the demise of everything. I mean, right now we are creating new allies, getting things set up for what is being coined the last war. But I think their relationship its what's going to end it all. Um, John, you know, just had to open his mouth and tell Sansa and Arya about his true lineage. And I truly think that Sansa is going to use that as a power move. I mean, she already... Swore to secrecy and spilled the beans to Tyrion, and who knows what else she's doing. Um, and she's been, you know, very weary of Daenerys from day one. They really don't think that she can be trusted, so she may not be the one to give the final blow to Daenerys, but I think if Daenerys does fall within the next couple of episodes, Sansa would have been behind it. Because you really got to think about John. John never has been a character that has been after power. Right. Or, he, you know, he didn't even want to be the Lord Commander, he didn't want to be King of the North, and he certainly doesn't want to be King of the Realm, but the one thing that Jon does care about is his family, and no matter what his feelings are for Daenerys, you know, Sansa and Arya are his family, even, you know, with him being Aegon, that's still family, um, and I think at the end of the day, he's going to side with family over Daenerys, so if it comes to a true battle between Sansa and Daenerys, I think that Jon we'll side
0: with them. And I do think that uh, I'm with you on all of that. I do think that Sansa thinks that John, even though he doesn't want to be King, he will be a better King, a better Mm -hmm. ruler than Daenerys, which I was, which I assume was her, the, the reason she told Tyrion and she knew Tyrion was going to tell Varys. Tyrion can't keep his mouth shut. So, so she knows that I'm also interested because she had said something. I think it must've been, Episode two, where she was like, yo, the North, we ain't doing nothing like the North is about to be his own little sovereign place. You know, we mm-hmm. ain't we ain't been in the need of nobody. Whoever take that throne, y'all can have it. But up here, this is what we're going to do. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, did you notice? I mean, I guess a lot of people saw, but did you notice that during the drinking, since she wasn't drinking, Daenerys wasn't drinking. So there's some thought that she might be pregnant.
1: That is, you know, something that has crossed my mind. I mean, of course you have dozens of fan theories going out going on out there and of course one of the uh, prophecies about the prince that is promised. I know you talked about it a bit on your last episode. Um, so a lot of people speculate that perhaps the prince, you know, who's promised could be the unborn child of John and Nerys. Yeah. So i definitely think that that's a possibility and i didn't notice that she wasn't drinking so that's a good point maybe that's why there was that little starbucks cup on the
0: table <laughs> that no, this starbucks cup today. has caused so much controversy like <laughs> so much people been talking about it all day like damn bro, it's just start like people make mistakes they <laughs> hey,
1: Yes, move on exactly there's continuity issues things when they're not supposed to be there's so much many more important things going on than the stupid Starbucks cup, but maybe that's what she was sipping on instead of the wine.
0: <laughs> now, let's, now let's talk about the, uh, the hookup that's been, we've been waiting to see, uh, oh, for waiting to happen. Depending, we,
1: depending on who you're a fan of. okay? Did, yeah. We
0: didn't, we didn't get to see it. Thank we didn't see it. Thankfully. Uh, oh, yes. But we saw that Jamie and uh, Sir Brianne, since <laughs> she's a knight now. <laughs> um, they finally finally did the damn thing. Uh, yes they did. Which is interesting because obviously, I mean, Jamie is has a relationship with Cersei and uh so yeah, it's it's very, very interesting. Very yeah, i
1: I think I think it was a bit forced. I mean I'm happy that Brienne finally got what she wanted because, of course, she's been in love with Jamie for several seasons now. Um, but I'm a Tormund fan. Uh, he's great comedic relief. I've been team Tormund for a while. He's always asking for her. He's the big woman here, all the memes. I'm totally here for it. So I was sad that he had his heart broken, and I was always team Tormund and Brienne. But I'm happy she got what she wanted. But that chemistry so wasn't there. It looked really forced. Um, It just didn't seem
0: right. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I got it because of like, oh, my God, they they have they've gone through so much stuff together, you know, from Mm -hmm. early on and all the conversations and yada, yada. So, like I said, you could see it coming. But um, I can't say that I was like yearning for it like a lot of people were. Uh, Exactly.
1: It felt more like, you know, a sympathy (laughs) betting (laughs) <laughs> like more like a, or just like a an appreciation type of thing. You know, you've done a lot for me. You saved my life on a couple <laughs> occasions, and so. you know, I came here. So you know, th- to thank you, I'm going to do this. I don't think it was that a true motivation of you know what. I really think she's pretty, or yeah, I really have feelings for her. it. Was I think it was more of a sympathy or a thank you. Well, type that, of thing.
0: that's what happens after you beat the night king and you escape death. Sometimes you just get horny. Exactly, and
1: there, there no, and he had no relatives near other than Tyrion, right. we know.
0: So <laughs> that's he was like, Let me, "Let's go and get this in, then." He exactly. It was, like, it was a thank yeah. you bedding. Oh, yeah. It was a friend, exactly. a friend zone bedding. You've just been so nice. Just, uh, I'll just give you a little piece of vagina. Exactly, um,
1: but hey, that's more than Jorah got in his friend
0: zone. That is so. more than Jorah got. All Jorah, all Jorah got was dead. And exactly.
1: So Brianne fared better than Jorah in that sense. <laughs> but what was what uh, was your opinion on how Brianne and Jamie ended things with uh Jamie going back to King's
0: Landing. See, I'm under the I'm under the thought process that Jamie's going back to not to get Cersei, I think he's going back to kill Cersei. I, I think that he's like yo look I gotta go handle this because I'm the only person that's going to be able to handle this and you can't come with me you have to stay here and protect Sansa and like it was one of those things like I love I do like you enough to let you know that this is about to happen but I have to go do this Like, and mm-hmm. it's not one of those oh I gotta go be with Cersei and my child It's one of those oh Cersei she did already wrecked our wrecked the crew. Like this was right after the word got back that, uh, the crew had been wrecked. Like, Oh, this doesn't, I, I gotta go do it. Ain't nobody else going to be able to do it. So I gotta go do it. Um, yeah. I did see one of my homegirls sent, uh, something to the group message. That was like, you see what Dick does to you? You have, you talking to a <laughs> one, one arm man. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. Uh, but yeah, that's what I did. So you got the same vibes from, from that I, I
1: definitely do. And um, again, I've been talking with a lot of my friends as well. And we, we tend to agree that it was probably more so he was doing it out of kindness. So even though he ended it on a mean note, like, you know, I've always been this, per- this terrible person. Just let me go. Right. A lot of us feel that maybe he hurt her on purpose. So then she wouldn't have to feel like she needed to follow him or come with them. Or if he's basically going into a death trap, um, if we're correct in saying that he's going to kill Cersei. Um, And if he were to die, perhaps it would save her feelings more because she wouldn't feel grief, more so, you know, just anger. Yeah. So I, 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 I could probably buy that because one of my theories I've had for a while now is I really think that he is going to try to kill Cersei. And if he doesn't succeed himself, my second theory would be that Arya kills him. Then uses his face to kill Cersei. So.
0: Is he, he isn't on Arya's list, but Cersei is on Arya's list.
1: Exactly. And that would be an easy way to get to him. And then we still have two episodes left. I don't know. Jamie might do something bad, piss Arya off. Who knows? But I'm hoping it will just be him himself doing it. I know there's a lot of Arya fans out there. Don't get me wrong, Arya is badass. But I would prefer I think I, it would be the most sweet justice if Jamie were to be the one to lay the final blow.
0: Arya can't kill everybody. I right, she can't I mean
1: it would, it would give like a nice, you know, ending to her list because Cersei is the last one,
0: but I still would prefer Jamie. Um so we've we've kind of touched around it, but we didn't go right into it. So they're leaving they're going to King's Landing. Actually, no no, they're going to Dragonstone on their way from Winterfell to Dragonstone they're intercepted by Cersei's people the golden company and Euron and they got all of these um what do they call them now the the big the big things with the with I know the, the
1: big, uh, big spheres I don't even know what the name of the machine is I can't remember uh, yeah, what
0: type of... Qui- uh, they had hibern. a certain spider viper something like that they had a they had a name for them but they got they all they did of the I can't recall it and so they shoot down they shoot rays out the sky and they just basically shooting all these arrows at Daenerys and them that she done they done broke the fleet up. That's what they got Mason They done sacked the sacked sack the fleet of boats and all that stuff. And people were talking about like how crazy Daenerys was because she's still on a dragon. And she can fly higher, right? So like you can still yeah. fly high and shoot <laughs> fire to the to the boats below. Or just fly around and come from the backside. Because they can't shoot the thing like she could have. She could have handled this situation a whole lot better.
1: You know, she ha- does a lot of great things. I truly believe in her ideals, and you know, wanting to free the slaves. And I think she's a, in general, a kind person. But she is an awful, awful general. War strategy is not her forte. She needs every last one of those advisors, because um, she just fails at all costs. Like you said, why? Was she flying that low? She wasn't even surveying the area. I mean, she's just over here looking at, you know, Rhaegal. Like, oh, you know, look at my baby. He's, you know, flying better. And look at him. He's healing. Girl, pay attention to where you were going. You were at war. You have been gone from Dragonstone for however long y'all were in Winterfell, <laughs> Winterfell. Like, you need to survey the area. What if Cersei sent people? She has, you know, reinforcements now. So she would have been in the prime position to be able to fly higher, to be able to see Greyjoy's fleet of ships, and they could have diverted the whole thing. So I don't know if it was arrogance or maybe she was just on a high from her wind, thinking nothing can touch them. You know, the dead can't even touch us. Here here we are. I don't know what she was thinking, but she wasn't thinking.
0: <laughs> she wasn't thinking at all.
1: At all. So, that yeah, that was very poor strategy on her part.
0: I also can't wait to see what happens. Um, well, first off, I don't know if we can give this loss to Tyrion, but Tyrion been taking a lot of L's strategic, strategy wise, here lately, and him he thinking has. that they can appeal to Cersei's like kindness or something has always come back to bite them in the ass. So, always. Um, and so the conversation there between, far too much credit. Far too much credit, right? And the conversation between him and Clyburn or Kyburn, like right in front of the walls before they chop Missy's head off, and they like, yo, we can do it this way or do it the other way, and then he tried to tell Cersei about think about your baby and just Euron. What's gonna happen when Euron finds out that that's not his baby?
1: If he even
0: finds out. If he finds out. Or when or um, when Jamie gets there and um Euron's like, Yo, that's my baby, and Jamie's like, Nah, that's my baby.
1: I mean, that will probably cause him to take the rage out on Jamie. I don't think he'll be too shocked at the news, because even the first time he slept with Cersei, he's over here cracking jokes about her sleeping with Jamie. So he knows, you know, the type of woman, you know, that he's approaching. He knows what he got himself into. Um, but I don't know if his rage necessarily would be towards Cersei. I mean, there might be some name-calling. He's very, you know, vulgar, blunt, and vile. So who knows? He may, you know, call her a bitch or something get mad, go after Jamie, who knows how that's going to play out. But <laughs> I, I definitely think that'll piss him off. He's, it's going to you know, take his ego down a peg, and he doesn't like that because he is by far one of the cockiest people on the series.
0: I also wonder when, like, we got two episodes left. We got about, what, mm-hmm. three hours left, basically? Yeah. Ugh, three it's hours. crazy. When is Brand going to do something?
1: waiting to see where he wards to through the duration of the battle of winterfell he's over here talking to theon and the ironborn like okay it's time for me to go now wards into some crows not a dragon or anything to be helpful but some crows and he just disappears i don't know where he went and i don't know when we're gonna find out where he went
0: i don't know if we will i just know that this dude knows has all the power to can find out all this information, and he ain't told nobody nothing. He ain't say, "Hey guys, maybe you let me send some ravens up ahead to see. Maybe we shouldn't go this way. Maybe you shouldn't go this way. Maybe we should go the other way, or wait a little exactly. bit." Exactly. You know, like he got to help at some point, bro. You just can't just sit there and look weird all the time. Go do, yeah, do I, something.
1: Just staring at people. It yeah. He he's not really useful. It's kind of. Kind of becoming comical at this point. I know when the first episode of this season premiered, everyone had the memes cracking jokes about his death stares. But now it's to the point where it's annoying. Like, do something. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so we, <laughs> we got a scene with Arya in the mountain. They're, they say, you know what, we're going to ride up to King's Landing. Y'all can take the boats. We're going to ride up. Um, I think they're going to do some damage when they get to King's Landing. I don't know who they're going to kill besides the mountain. Uh, but they're going to do some damage Like it's going to be It's going to be like Tag team yeah. people.
1: I See I have it And I have a theory about that Because of course everyone One of the big questions Before this season started Was will we have A Clegane Bowl mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to have The Mountain versus the Hound And I truly think that We are Going to get that Obviously the Hound Is at a disadvantage Given all of the upgrades That the Mountain has I don't even know What exactly he is Under that helmet anymore Um, But I think he's going to be truly injured, and through this very odd, interesting friendship relationship that he has with Arya, he's either going to, you know, fall and be near death, and Arya's going to avenge him and take out the mountain. They'll have their little brief, cute moment, and then he'll die, or he may just die fighting uh, the mountain, and that'll just flat-out piss Arya off, because despite their differences in name-calling, that is her friend. Um, and I think she'll take him out that way. I mean, she's taken out the night King Who's the mountain in comparison to that,
0: you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, right. If she killed the night King, she can kill anybody. Like she, exactly. she ain't, she shouldn't be afraid of nobody. Um, exactly. So what are your, what are your predictions for the next two episodes? Or do, you, or do you want to go on your rant right now? Is this a good time for your rant? Are you ready for it?
1: <laughs> okay, I, I have, we, we can take a brief moment to yeah. uh, make my rant, and then I'll move on to my next you,
0: episode. I'm going to give you the rant. Yes. The, the floor is all yours.
1: Yes, okay. To all of the animal lovers out there, is anybody else, Completely pissed off at John. I have liked John from the very beginning and he really hasn't done anything too wrong thus far. But what he did in this last episode was completely inexcusable. So he has this dire wolf. He is raised since a puppy. That direwolf has been through thick and thin with him, has saved his life, fought by his side. He's over here in the first wave of everyone fighting the White Walkers all of Dothraki are dead, and he somehow made it out alive. He only has one ear left, and John can't even say goodbye to his best friend, Wolf. Like, John is an asshole for that. I'm sorry. I don't care if they have <laughs> budget issues, because the CGI is expensive to do the wolves and the dragons, but, you know, you have, you know, the ghost sitting there, he's whimpering, he's in pain, he's hurt, he just went through all of this. And he doesn't even get a goodbye. John just, you know, turns to torment, Oh, he'd do better off in the north. And he just looks at him as he's crying and walks away. No goodbye. No scratch on the ear. You're a good boy. Nothing. I'm sorry. John is an asshole for that. And quite frankly, I do not care what happens to him anymore. I actually, if he dies, I wouldn't even shed a tear. Because you just don't treat animals like that. It's just <laughs> terrible. So that is my, I, I'm a huge dog lover, you know, and they're, Dog esque the wolves, so I was very disappointed in John. So Danny, you deserve better. Get you a man that loves animals.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> people people were so mad at John over not even saying goodbye to <laughs> to a ghost. Like, was, oh, like, the
1: memes are crazy. I've posted at least four of them today on my social media. The memes are crazy. We're all up in arms over this. He deserved a goodbye. <laughs> he deserved a you're a good boy ghost. i
0: mean john was like you think about it. you think about to the battle john was about to let sam die like john walked right past sam getting destroyed by sam. <laughs> and so he like yo the dog hey man ghost you gotta go roam free i don't think we've seen the end of ghost though
1: i hope not i hope that he you know follows john anyway somehow and We'll see him there, even though Jon doesn't deserve him anymore. Because, quite (laughs) frankly, I would like to see him follow Jon's King's Landing, bite his head off, and serve it up to Drogon. Okay? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm so mad that he betrayed his dog. Um, (laughs) But I really do hope that isn't the last that we see of Ghost. And I hope it's not the last we see of Tormund, either. I know they had their big goodbye. Tormund and the other wildlings are going to head back to the other side of the wall through Castle Black. But... Hopefully,
0: they'll somehow come into play in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, transition to the last couple of episodes. Any other kind of predictions? Like, we got... They, they didn't do a... The preview for this next episode was like, you can't tell what's about to happen at all. There's nothing... Oh, it right was there. trash! So, they didn't like, even
1: give us a little hint.
0: So, we don't know what's going on. So, you, we just saw... I mean, the episode ended the way it ended with them slicing Missy's head off what happens in the next like i think there's going to be a death in the first 20 minutes of next week's episode like somebody's oh, gonna have to pay there has to be
1: for time purposes i mean now we're Masande's head is off we're in the thick of war now <laughs> like
0: right right
1: the war had not started it started when she was beheaded
0: like i think i think the first scene the uh, first scene of the next episode is like drogon burning somebody up like he gonna just like she just gonna fly over the Red Keep and King's Landing and burn something up. Like, she's t- she's tired. She's over it.
1: She uh, is. And, and, and speaking of Drogon, um, there were some very interesting conversations going on social media today about that preview. So, uh, in the preview, you see uh, Euron Greyjoy looking up at the sky, and he looks very concerned, and we hear the sound of a dragon. So, some people and Right before that clip, you see Tyrion standing right in front of the crest of a dragon. So some people are thinking that somehow there are more dragons. I don't agree with this theory. I mean, we saw how it took years for Daenerys' dragons to come to maturity. So at best, I believe there could be more dragon eggs chilling around Restoros somewhere. But where could full-grown dragons just be hiding in Restoros
0: all this time? Nobody, know. Ain't, exactly. no, ain't nobody seen them and nobody had no burnt up goat like they like they used to do or something like that
1: exactly like that it's crazy multiple people I've read it in multiple places today that people really think that there are going to be more dragons I mean that would be crazy to kind of tip the uh, scales right now because now it's pretty even well even less so that Rhaegal was taken down but yeah I definitely disagree with that
0: yeah I don't, I don't think there's no more dragons um yeah, I don't. This the six episode time arc. I mean, the six episode time limit is like kind of throwing me off because it is a lot of stuff that still needs to be taken care of, and don't. I don't want the ending to feel rushed in any kind of way. You know what I'm saying?
1: It doesn't. Who who do you think? Um, what are your predictions as far as who ends up on the throne? You probably have several theories. I do I have know a I
0: couple. Uh, yes. I do. I think that. A company that I, I think is going to be either John or Daenerys, but I think they like I think it's going to be John but he's going to give it to her because he don't know what he want to do. Or they gonna like, or they can do a joint rule like Tyrion said. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that I think that one is growing on me. I won't. I won't, and it won't happen because it's not in her. It's not her character because she said so a lot of times, and even said so in this episode now. But I would like it for it to be Arya. I want her to be a warrior queen. Like, yo, I'm sitting on this Iron Throne, but I like I can come down there and get with you niggas whenever I, whenever I want to.
1: <laughs> well, see, the one thing I have an issue with that, because I have seen several people saying they want Arya to be queen. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. She's badass. She's proven herself a warrior, a grade A assassin, but she hasn't demonstrated any ability to lead. Right. Um, and at the very least, and while she does still need her advisors and her help, I think Daenerys has... You know, demonstrated her ability to lead um, through the work that she did through Slaver's Bay and in Marine. Um, and then, John, of course, you know, as Daenerys was commenting on this episode, people are drawn to him. Um, but I do disagree with you about Daenerys ending up on the throne at the end. I have been a Daenerys supporter since day one. That is my queen till death. But I think that is far too linear for the way that this show has gone. If you think about it from. Episode one, season one, it has been about the Targaryens reclaiming the throne and taking it back from those who took it from uh, took it from them. And when her brother died, Daenerys kind of took this burden onto herself. So since that's kind of been the arc the entire time, I think it would be too obvious for her to actually get it. No matter how much I want it to happen. I think that's just too easy.
0: Huh? So who do you want? I, I know what? <coughs> Excuse me. If she wasn't so evil, I wouldn't mind seeing Cersei on there. She's just Oh, no.
1: Oh, that bitch got to die. Oh, she got
0: to die. She's going to die. (laughs)
1: She got to die. She's going to die. Oh, I can't stand that woman. Oh, she has to go.
0: Like, she's like, it's one of those, one of them evils where you're like, you know what? This is an evil bitch, but I respect it. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do what you got to do.
1: Now, the only character like that that I had positive feelings for was Littlefinger. Littlefinger was so twisted and evil, he started every bad thing. True Puppet Master, I was actually so disappointed that he got caught last season. Um, If he would have ended up on the throne, I actually wouldn't have even been mad because he was just that evil. But I do not have those same feelings for Cersei for whatever reason. I just can't stand her. There's like no redemption there.
0: None, huh? None. None at mm-hmm. all.
1: But um, if I do give it use, because you said one of your theories was either John or Daenerys, so I don't know if it would just be Daenerys outright. I, in a perfect world, I think John and Daenerys would do well together. He could kind of balance out her temper. Um, and again, the North, the rule, like um, the realm, is always strongest when the North supports whoever you know, has the crown as Tyrion pointed out. So that would be good. But I think that I don't think that Jon would do that. I mean, as we mentioned earlier, he has always escaped from any, you know, power that he had. He didn't want to be Lord Commander, didn't want to be King in the North. And I don't think he wants this either. And if we look back several seasons, we focused on the backstory of the maester at Castle Black, Maester Aemon, who we soon found out was Eamon Targaryen Mm -hmm. I think the whole purpose of us actually getting that backstory when he was talking to Sam might have been foreshadowing so the way that Eamon Targaryen ended up at Castle Black is because the crown was supposed to go to him next and he didn't want it so he took the black so then it would have to continue to pass on to his brother so I think maybe Jon might do the same because if you think about it he did pledge his life for castle black and then he died at the end of season five so that was the life that he pledged so that's why he kind of was able to leave castle black and say hey i'm not lord commander anymore y'all killed me i did give my life so now with his new second life he might take the black again and just leave it to danny because i mean at first you know in this episode they were making out i'm like did y'all forget y'all Are related, or do y'all just not care? Don't care,
0: bro. You know, (laughs) them them Targaryens just get down. They don't care, bro. You know, they just
1: yeah, they they, not at all. But I think he might um, step back if it goes, you know, the way you think. Um, I honestly don't have a true opinion as to who's going to get on the throne at this point. I think it is a free for all. Um, There's even. people talking about that it could be Gendry um, which would be interesting this kind of goes back to the books Mm -hmm. Um, one of my friends who is an avid reader of all the books um, says that all of the chapters are typically written through the point of view of a particular character however people who have been king or queen or who are going to be king or queen uh, they um, don't have a chapter and Gendry doesn't have one
0: interesting i so didn't think, think i only- thought about i thought about Gendry and then i thought about um like jendre and arya you know what i'm saying cuz i mean jendre out here, he he shot his shot He's like yo I are we already hit i just got this this new land come on over there and be with me and arya was like nah, i'm straight yeah she uh, yeah I'm a she killer. don't need no man
1: i'm gonna kill
0: it dog <laughs> i'm gonna kill it man i don't need that i think yeah i think jendre yeah. do think would be a good one um well, yeah, or so a there's thought. That- Outside chance. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Then there's also a big chance that Sansa ends up on the throne. I mean, that would really be a complete story arc for her. If you go back to season one, episode one, that was her goal at the time. She wanted to marry Joffrey she wanted to be queen and that whole couple of seasons was her prepping to do that. So now that she's kind of gone through it, seen some things, she's no longer the little bird has her life experience. She very well may be the one to end up on that throne. And who knows? Tyrion may be her hand.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I thought about that too, but now this, this might sound like a silly question, but if King, I don't think she wants to leave the North, Right. I don't think so either. It's so home for she, her. Can she rule the Seven Kingdoms from the north? Can she move the Iron Throne to Winterfell?
1: She probably could. I mean, if once you, you know...
0: Like, does do you have to live in Winterfell if you are the lord of the Seven Kingdoms or not? You know, this... I, King, now I mean, now that... Like, I, King's Landing. Now
1: that I'm not sure. I mean, I think traditionally that's where it's always been. I don't know why that is but i mean if you're queen you can do whatever you want yep. i mean cersei said that <laughs> uh last season i'm i can do whatever i want so i mean if she wants to move headquarters so to speak <laughs> um to winterfell that might be something that she could do
0: yeah, I, I want her to do that i think i think sun's uh is, is a is a really good chance he might be it might be her
1: now, earlier I was talking about how some people think that the unborn um, child of Daenerys and John is the prince um, that was promised. Who do you believe the prince that was promised is?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know about these prophecies and stuff like that. I, <laughs> I want to think it's John, but, you know, now it may, who knows which one is going to be? You don't even, you don't even know. Is it even, is it even still a thing? You know, this like, I don't know. The real lady I died. Think, Who knows?
1: I still think it can be a thing because some people, I mean, there's been debate going back and forth, you know, online. Well, the Night King is dead. So, you know, this is all of this is irrelevant now. All that is over. But I mean, the prophecy specifically says um, only the prince that was promised can bring the dawn. Now, is it dawn as far as sunlight or is it dawn as far as a new beginning? So yeah. So, it, yeah. so if, yeah, so if it's Dawn of uh, as a new beginning, then that may not have ended with the night king. Okay, yeah, the long night may have, you know, been prevented. But what's going to bring the who is going to bring this new beginning? So it still could be up in the air to who that'll be.
0: See, I, and, and that just confuses me even more cuz somebody else was talking about um talking about a prophecy that the red lady, Melisandre, had said that she had to die in Westeros and that Varys had to die in Westeros. So, like, is somebody going to kill him? Like, all these prophecies and stuff, man, I don't, I don't know. What my it's, boys, what it's, Davos said, man? What's her Davos said? Answer some of these questions.
1: Yeah, it, it's so many prophecies that are out there. And then there's also prophecies that are, you know, very, you know, laid out and, fleshed out in the books but not so much in the television series I know um, a friend of mine he's always my go to Game of Thrones expert is a very big fan um, of the books Um, one of the things that he pointed out was the prophecy that uh, Daenerys received uh, while she this would be back in season 3 I believe um, when she was um, in the house of the undead on Karth and so in the book, she received prophecies there, and apparently, long story short, the prophecy says that she was going to have, be a part of three betrayals, one for blood, one for gold, and one for love. So that's another thing, another prophecy that people are kind of going back and forth and trying to grapple with, like, okay, well, who is going to betray Daenerys? I mean, as far as the blood betrayal, we already have the witch in season one who ended up you know, betraying her with Khal Drogo. Um, you know they say that the gold could either be Jorah who betrayed her, or one of the second sons who tra- betrayed her, and now the last one left is for love. So they're wondering if John's going to betray her, kind of like how I said maybe John will pick his family over her. It's it's so hard to keep up with all these prophecies, especially once you get into all the lore and all of the books. It, it's it's a lot to take in.
0: <laughs> speaking speaking of like a departure from the books this season obviously hasn't been written in the books yet. So the writers and the creators of this show kind of went on their own. What do you think about the writing, um, and the level of it compared to past seasons?
1: Um, as, as far as for his future books, the
0: level of writing for the future no, the, books, no, no for the show, like the, the show's writing. Cause you know, it's, it's been a, it's, um, it's been cr- criticized, critiqued, the, the first, especially the first couple episodes of this season, that you can tell that the writers and the people didn't have the books to kind of lean back on like they did mm-hmm. on the previous seasons. They could just make up stuff however they wanted to make it up.
1: I think that I mean, a person, me being a person that hasn't read the books and just hearing the different reactions and even researching some of the various things in the uh, previous books that have been written, I think that the TV writers may have, gotten a little sloppy, Um, especially this season because we're having to, you know, bring everything to an end. And right now we're clamoring for time. As you said, we have about, what, three hours left. Mm -hmm. Um, So things are just a bit sloppy. Like you and I, we sat there and discussed, you know, Daenerys going back to Dragonstone and flying so low and not surveying, you know, the areas, the waters and how Rhaegal died due to her you know, lack of judgment, is that really something that would happen in the books? Would key events that they have played out in the show really be something that's, that would happen in the books? Now that, I I could agree with that, that given the being pressed for time and having to wrap everything up, that the writing may be less, you know, fleshed out and a bit more sloppy due to the time constraints.
0: Yeah, not as, not as thorough as it used to be. Uh, exactly, nice and television. I'll
1: be interested to read the books um, since he still plans you know, to release them because I believe since they of course are collaborating with him, I believe the end result will be the same but I believe a lot of the details in between may go a bit differently um, so now me being a fan of the show, I would love to go back to read the books to see how it differs to see if maybe the journey, I would like it better than it was portrayed on the show
0: yeah. Uh any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Game of Thrones. You got your rant out. Anything else you just want to let people know about you and your Game of Thrones?
1: Anything else? I mean, nope. I've just, you know, hoping Danny doesn't go too crazy, but if she does, I don't blame her. Um, I'm interested to see how they're gonna bring all this to summation. Um, I know that um Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys, said that this next episode she had no words for it and we, all she could say is we needed a big TV. There's some quote somewhere. She says something to that effect. So apparently things are about to go down next Sunday. So definitely don't want to miss it. Those of you that don't watch it, when it airs immediately, yeah, stay on social media. Let's, 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 let's
0: talk about that you have been going in a lot on people that have been like, don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. Don't. So. Oh, get, get go. go on another rant. Here's another rant. Show closing rant about people that don't like spoilers. Go.
1: Oh, this is my favorite rant. Okay. For people who don't like spoilers. And this goes for Game of Thrones, Avengers, Endgame, or anything that you watch. The only thing that you can control is what you do. So, listeners, if you are a person who cannot watch your favorite show or a movie that you want to see in theaters, you know what you can control? Logging on to social media. Just don't get on it. You should not have to police the content of everybody else for your benefit. That's a bit entitled and a bit selfish. And a bit ridiculous for you to even expect so. We have people over here saying, Oh my gosh, don't you haven't even given it 24 hours? How can you spoil it? Or can you please put spoiler first at the top? Or can you put spoiler first and then press enter a couple of spaces before you start writing? Or I'm going to block you. I'm going to. Un- Block me, bitch, okay? Look, it came on. (laughs) Social media is a format for us to talk about whatever the hell we want on our personal pages. Nobody told you that you had to be here. Nobody told you you have to read the post, press the unfollow button, or better yet, stay off social media until you have seen what you needed to see. Don't worry about policing the content of everybody else. It is crazy to me how people have... And it really didn't get that bad until this year that people are so into this. Don't spoil it. I mean, I could understand if you're just an asshole who's texting people, oh, hey, you know, this person dies, this person dies, like, right after you've seen it. Now, that's unnecessary. But if you are on your own personal page on social media, just having fun discussing the show with your friends who also watched it on time, you know, that's is perfectly okay that's what social media is for we talk about current events we talk about what's current things that make us happy things that make us sad and tv and movies ladies and gentlemen fit into that category so to wrap things up and to summarize if you haven't seen it stay off social media and do not ask people to not post or they will cut you out
0: I, i don't even care about spoilers that much like I was at a concert last night, so I texted the group chat. I told the boys, I was like, look, I'm not going to be able to watch it live. So, no, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can talk about it. Or if you want to talk about it, just give general like, Damn, that was a good episode of this and that. Boom, boom. And then went out to watch it. But if they were just like, hey, man, you know, so and so happened, this and whatever, it happened. You watch it. It's not going to stop me from watching it. Exactly. Like I watch the Temptations movie every time it comes on. I know how it ends. You know what I'm saying? I know all the songs so like this it is what it is
1: it's still it's still good so you still watch it. it's not the end of the world and again if you really were so concerned about it when you were at the concert you would have just not opened the group chat not logged on I, facebook and did, not-
0: and there was a great part about being at a, and we were at a festival nobody's phone worked anyway so they could have been you know text texting and talking about it i couldn't tell until i got into my car and got And came home, and at that point, I wasn't going to pick up a phone, no way. I was going straight to the the couch to watch the show.
1: There you go. I mean, we've gotten to a point where it's like people can't live without social media because, heaven forbid, they not log on for a day or two until they've seen it. I mean, I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's like they want everything to shut down just for them. Yeah, that, that's it's the weirdest thing and I, I get yelled at all the time on my post and I am quick to clap back. Like uh, you you're went, on my page.
0: You went to somebody like I for one find it uh, um whatever you said <laughs> that you would ask me not to tell on my page. I'm like, damn I so, <laughs> right?
1: like don't come on my shit telling me how to write, <laughs> when to write it. Like, no. Go go away. That's what your page is for. Is-
0: <laughs> like that you is, don't have
1: to be. I, I got hundreds, hundreds of followers. You can click the unfollow button. My feelings would not be hurt.
0: That is <laughs> crazy. Well, we're gonna end it right there. Um, we want. I want to thank you for uh, lending us your Game of Thrones insight and expertise uh, here on the Kickback Reviews. I'm glad we got you back on. Now that we're doing this a little bit more frequently, you know, we'll have you on. If y'all want to go back and listen to some of the old episodes that she's on. I can't tell you which one of these. If you subscribe on iTunes or whatever we own, just find it. She's been on like five, <laughs> three or four episodes already. So, All right, Iris, I thank you very much, and uh, I will talk to you later.
1: Of course. It's been a pleasure. All right. Have a great night, everyone.
0: Peace. All right, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Kickback Reviews. I want to thank my special guest, the Kickback's legal correspondent and our Game of Thrones Thrones enthusiast, Iris. Uh, Make sure you check us out on all platforms where you can get your podcast because you're listening to it right now on one of those platforms. So go subscribe and all the other ones. Um, Like we say every week, stay safe, stay woke, keep your head on a swivel, and we are out.